This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Dreams can come true. They can happen to you, especially you got the best show on your radio for me and you. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together. And Freddie and Harry, thank you very much. Presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. And always, always, always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Two things are going on that have already gone on before this show has got started today. We're going to start Harry Douglas, number one, because apparently when Harry takes an airplane flight, because he's going to be on Get Up Tomorrow, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern time on ESPN. So he flies from his house in Atlanta. He gets to New York the day before, which would happen to be today. Anytime Harry is on the flight, he always becomes the most interesting man on the face of the earth and not just here at ESPN Radio. So what happened on your latest flight as you left your hometown of Atlanta to fly to the Big Apple to get ready for Get Up on Thursday? I got to give a major shout-out to my flight attendant. Didn't even ask her a name. Uh, she knew my name because she looked it up and okay. whatnot because of the seat I was sitting in. But, right. you know, she asked me one time, hey, sir, what would you like to drink? I said, with some cranberry juice. So she asked me, would you like ice, sir? I said, yes, ma'am, I would. Thank you. Okay. You know, I really appreciate you asking. Thank you. All right. Right. Right? So she brought me my my cranberry juice with my ice. Okay. And then she brought the snacks. I grabbed me some some little apple chips. So so I didn't eat breakfast this morning. All right. So I'm pretty sure she can tell that I was... You know, really hungry. Okay. She heard your stomach in the Oh, uh-huh. man, I went through them bag of chips probably in less than two minutes, Freddie. <laughs> so she, and then I drunk the drink so fast. She didn't even, she just came over, right. brought brought another uh, can of cranberry juice, poured it in my cup, uh-huh. brought me two more bags of apple chips. Didn't even have to ask her. Wow. She's speaking my language. Man. Man, I was so excited about it. And then just the entire time, right. I went through those two bag of apple chips <laughs> and that other cup of cranberry juice like it was nothing. She brought that little basket over there. Just just knew. She just knew off rip. Bought that little basket over there. I grabbed me some of those vegan gummies. Not uh-huh. the kind that Mad Dog eat, but the vegan gummies. Oh, thank God for that. Then no, that flight would have no, gotten really interesting. Oh, yeah. Then. No medicine in these gummies. Uh-huh. I ate those gummies. Then she brought, I was like, you know, I really like sun chips. She was like, well, you don't have to ask any further. Are you not eating at home? Man, she went and got me some sun chips. Wait a minute. Do we need to have a telethon for you? Please I, save Harry Douglas his appetite. Give it till it feels good. So, <laughs> so here's what happened this morning. This is why I didn't eat breakfast. So right. I, I take my kids to school every time I'm home, and, mm-hmm. and my nephew too. A um, little behind. So I'm rushing to the airport. I'm like, okay, I should have enough time to grab me some breakfast in the Delta Lounge. Oh, shout boy. out to my Delta people. Got to give them a <laughs> shout out as well. Uh-huh. So I'm like, damn, I can't find no parking spot. Uh-huh. Man, I didn't went to one parking garage, no yeah. parking spaces. Uh-huh. Went to another area, mm-hmm. no parking spaces. Mm-hmm. So I had to. I got to my third parking area. Finally, found a parking space. It took me forty minutes, Freddie, to find a parking spot. So That's, I had no. I had to run through the airport, especially no at that airport in Atlanta, the busiest airport in the world. Had no time. But shout out to that young lady. She was an older lady, but shout out to that young lady mm-hmm. for understanding and 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 observing the rule. Okay. It's always good to take care of not just Hungry Harry, but in this case, Hangry Harry. Yes. Because when you're going through apple chips like the Titanic's going down, <laughs> that bro was hangry. He wasn't hungry when it comes to Harry Douglas. <laughs> and, I, and I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching um, uh-huh. uh, 
the first take and I'm watching Get yeah. Up. You know, mm-hmm. they play the reruns and all that. Uh-huh. So I'm laughing. You're she good. even asked me, just pouring my juice with my cup for me, bringing me more snacks. I said, look at her speaking my language. It's Harry Douglas's world. We're all just living in it here on Freddie and Harry. You can always be a part of the world anytime you want. And you can do that and be a part of the nation. Apple chips not included on the Dr. Pepper call in line at Triple H say ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. By the by, ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season. Or Harry does get all the apple juice and cranberry juice he can stand on the flight without the delicious taste of ice cold Dr. Pepper. It is the one fans deserve. You know what else you deserve? Not just hearing about how Harry has made you hungry if you haven't eaten yet. You also really deserve this. With Freddie and Harry. And the Fighting Harry Douglases, a.k.a. the Atlanta Falcons, they have a new model going into the 2024 season. Go big or go home. They interviewed Bill Belichick on Monday. Remember the last time he coached the New England Patriots? He's not doing that anymore. And then they interviewed Jim Harbaugh, who's still the head coach, as far as we know, of Michigan football, just winning a national championship last week. They interviewed him on Tuesday. Harry, you're a man. Arthur Blank, the owner of the Atlanta Falcons, is going big or going home. And you know what? Salute. I'm all here for that. Whether he lands those two or not, or one or the other, immaterial. Arthur Blank is sick and tired of being sent home early before the playoffs or sent home early if the Atlanta Falcons have ever gotten to the playoffs. I'm so tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> and so is Mr. Arthur Blaine. <laughs> he said, we're going to go big or we're going to go home, man. Yeah. And, and let me say this about Arthur Blank. Number one, he the ultimate businessman, but also his love for the game. Right. Um, his kids love the game, know them very, very well, mm-hmm. and he wants to win now, right? He's older. We talk about Jerry Jones being a little older. Arthur Blank is older as well. Absolutely. So he wants to win right now. So when you look at them interviewing Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. who has a ton of success in the National Football League and college, it shouldn't be a surprise. When you see them interviewing a guy like Jim Harbaugh, who's had a ton of uh, success in yeah. the National Football League and in college, it should not be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Arthur Blank is at the point now where he's saying, okay, we want to bring in someone who's probably already established and Absolutely. has a phenomenal track record yep. in this league at a very, very high level. You know, mm-hmm. we lost in 2012 to a Jim Harbaugh football team when he was with the San Francisco 49ers. But you've seen that instant success yeah. uh, the first year he was in the National Football League, getting coach of the year. But you've seen the continued success going to NFC Championship game after NFC Championship game, uh, losing in the Super Bowl to his brother mm-hmm. or whatnot. And then you look at Bill Belichick, six Super Bowls with one franchise and being there for 24 years, right. that consistency, that sustainability. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. And I think Arthur Blank just noticed that. Mm-hmm. And there are a few things I, I know about the past. You know, uh-huh. with Arthur Blank and uh-huh. certain things that the Patriots may have done in their rooms, mm-hmm. drafting players or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I just love where they are in their interviewing process and making sure they dot all their I's and yeah. cross all their T's. You don't want to leave no stone unturned right. because you want that success. You have a young squad. You have guys that can play at a high level on this football team. You want to make sure that those guys have the proper coach in place to be able to get the best out of them. 
Who's a better hire right now? Let us know on the Dr. Pepper call online at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Is it Bill Belichick or is it Jim Harbaugh? Now Jim Harbaugh could be using these job interviews as leverage. He already spoke with the Chargers on Monday. He spoke with the Falcons on Tuesday. And even Dan Wetzel, Yahoo Sports, said sources told him that Jim Harbaugh remains engaged in contract conversations with the University of Michigan. He is seeking language that would grant him immunity from termination from any finding or sanction that could come up from all the current NCAA investigations of the football program when it comes to whatever gate was going on involving, you know, intern gate and going on the road gate and spying gate, whatever that is. That's a, that's a man that knows that they're coming. The NCAA policy is coming. They're going to lay down a franchise. They're going to lay down that kind of thing on Michigan football. But Harry, I'll ask you that better hire right now, by the way, you can win the triple A say ESPN, 888-729-3776, the Dr. Pepper call online. In your opinion, your team needs a head coach, the Atlanta Falcons. What would be a better hire for that team or any team with a vacancy? Is it Bill Belichick or Jim Harbaugh? Damn, I'm about to tell you straight up, Freddie. I'm about to straddle the fence, and here's how no, I'm going to do it. No, no fence straddling. Come on but, now. But, but here's you don't, the thing. You don't have waitresses and flight attendants bringing you apple juice and cranberry juice to your liking. You got to choose a side. Why not? I'm in Seaport right now. I'm in. You I'm still got to choose a side. Water these, or land. These wonderful <laughs> people here at Seaport, they take care of me every time I come up in here. That's fine. Water or land. Okay. Either water or land. Pick one. <laughs> All right, so let me go through this first. When you look at a guy like Jim Harbaugh, he's younger. He, he brings that excitement. Sure. Right? He's personal. He he has though that that dynamic relationship with his players, and we've seen that out front. Plus, I, I really love the way he stands up for his players as well. Okay, you have a guy in Bill Belichick who's won significantly uh-huh. in the National Football League. A little little more old school type. Um, Absolutely. But I do believe if he gets this job for the Atlanta Falcons, there are so many young guys on this team. All right. He's going to have to, I feel like, be a little different when it mm-hmm. comes relationship-wise mm-hmm. with the players more so than he was when he was with in, in New England. That's completely fair. Um, so for me, I'm going to always say the younger guy, okay. which is Jim Harbaugh, but it right. wouldn't be a bad thing yeah. if it was Bill Belichick as well. well it's just, yeah. you know. Okay. I, I get it. I understand yeah. it. Yeah. I, I made you L- make a choice. Little strips, little, little fence straddle, but it's all I, I, good. No, no, you didn't straddle the fence. You had a chance to be on one side or the other. You think Jim Harbaugh be a better fit for your Atlanta Falcons. Like you mentioned, a guy that is a new school age kind of coach, and they're more new school age kind of players more than ever before in the National Football League, even though you can have an old school mentality. Players want to know exactly where they stand. That doesn't mean that Bill Belichick going to the Falcons is not possible. It could be completely possible, according to Jeremy Fowler, ESPN reporter, who said as much last night when he was on SportsCenter. You know, I was told that the interest is mutual and it's legitimate. So uh, the Falcons, ever since Belichick was let go by the Patriots, that, you know, they made their interest pretty clear. This is a team that fits the Belichick profile. The belief around the league is that he's looking for talented yet underachieving teams. Atlanta certainly fits that mold. They're their proverbial quarterback away, right? They got most of everything else and maybe they can get a veteran passer in there and Belichick could move them along. And here's the key piece about Atlanta and that football team moving forward. The quarterback position we all know is the number one spot that any coach coming coming into this organization, they're going to look at. Right. Don't be surprised if you see the Atlanta Falcons with the eighth overall pick right now, mm-hmm. if they try to move up. Mm-hmm. Or if they don't want to go that route, try to look for a, a significant veteran quarterback that they can bring along yeah. and really get the job done yeah. and be a leader for these young players on, yeah. on the offensive side of the ball. See, I agree with you that Jim Harbaugh is a better fit 
in terms of compared to Bill Belichick for the Atlanta Falcons. But the last part of what Jeremy Fowler had to say, Bill Belichick wants to go to a team that has underachieved, a talented team that has underachieved. There's no reason for him not to think about the Dallas Cowboys. They don't have an opening right now. But if that opening comes about, if Jerry Jones as an owner decides to say, oh, you know, Mike McCarthy's done a fantastic job, but at a certain point we've won 12 games each of the last three seasons, we only got one playoff win to show for it, and that's not what I signed up for. I don't want to be wanting to drink my Johnny Walker Blue each and every night crying in my, in my alcohol because we're not winning championships. If you're going to have that kind of determination for Bill Belichick, where his next destiny is going to be, the Falcons do fit that criteria. But the Dallas Cowboys are the epitome of what Bill Belichick wants, an extremely talented team that is underachieved. The Falcons are talented. The, the Cowboys, even though they lost the Green Bay Packers, they may have the best roster in the National Football League. So if you're Bill Belichick, if that's the criteria you want for your next coaching job, no more represents that better than a team that just got their butts whipped on Sunday when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. And I think, you know, what the Falcons do at quarterback matter in a huge way too because if you're going to draft a young quarterback, I would think Jim Harbaugh is more suited for that player Mm -hmm. developing, you know, in in which the manner you would want that player to develop. If if it's Bill Belichick – I think more going more so the veteran route suits him in, in that manner as right. well. You know, no doubt about that. Harry Douglas, Freddie coming together, and Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Let us know. Better hire right now for a coaching opening in the NFL. It's a Jim Harbaugh who's still in Michigan, or Bill Belichick, no longer part of the Patriots. Let's hear from you, the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-729-3776. Better hire for a coaching opening. Is it Jim Harbaugh still in Michigan or Bill Belichick right now on the unemployment line trying to maybe get some government cheese? Jeff in North Carolina, who is that better hire and why, my friend? Better hire is Jim Harbaugh. Especially they draft a young quarterback, he can groom him, make him as a team. Bill Belichick, 72 years old. It's going to take time to build it into the team that he wanted to be. Jim Harbaugh came to Michigan, built the, built the established program. If you give him time in Atlanta, he'll do the same thing. Now, here's what I would say about, you know, the Atlanta Falcons and the conference, the the division that they play in. Mm -hmm. I don't think time is a factor in in that capacity because the NFC South South and what and what it's lacking right now. True. We've seen a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team win this division and just win a won a playoff game, right? The Falcons could have easily won that division if the quarterback position was consistent. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think because of the division, I don't think you necessarily have to work about I mean, worry about the longevity that it may take, you know, for Bill Belichick. I think because of the, the, the division is so up in the air and up for grabs, right. time is not a, a concern in this matter. I, I, don't, I don't believe. Cody in Missouri, what's a better hire for a coaching opening in the NFL? Is it Jim Harbaugh, who's still in Michigan, or Bill Belichick no longer in New England, Cody and why? All right. So Arthur Blank, oh, sorry, Arthur Blank has to sit down and be honest with himself, strip away all ego, and ask, are we truly just a solid quarterback away? If the answer is yes, you go get Bill Belichick and you get that ring in the next two to three years. But if he doesn't say yes to that question, if he says, no, we got some building to do, we got to turn this culture around, you got to go get Harbaugh. He builds cultures. Look at every stop he has had for the last 20 years. He has taken losers, poverty franchises, and brought them to at least respectability, if not glory. But that being said, both of these coaches got some red flags. They got some smoke around them. And I don't know if Arthur Blank wants that. He seems like the kind of guy that only does business with stand-up folks. So 
he might choose a Vrabel instead. Sorry to throw a wild card in there. No, that's Thanks a great call, Appreciate the call, Cody. That's a great wild card when it comes to Mike Vrabel because that's the one potential forgotten guy because we got the star power when it comes to Jim Harbaugh and when it comes to Bill Belichick, especially Jim Harbaugh could be using this as leverage. I firmly believe he's going to be in the NFL in 2024. I don't think he's trying to get more money out of Michigan. They can pay that kind of money. They have that kind of money. But that's an that's something he still wants to scratch. He still wants to scratch that itch when it comes to not winning a Super Bowl in the National Football League. He's done in the college with a national championship. He wants to do that and have a chance to do that. That's why he's interviewed the Chargers. That's why he interviewed the Atlanta Falcons. He's trying to find the best available place, the best available landing place with place with a quarterback or a young talented team that's a quarterback away because we've seen he's been able to do. He did that with San Francisco and got them a couple times in the NFC Championship game. He would love the opportunity to do it again and try to find a way to scratch that itch, and that is winning Super Bowl in the National Football League. But none of it happens without a franchise quarterback, right? The mm-hmm. Atlanta Falcons as an organization, when we seen them at their best under you know Arthur Blank as the owner, right? You had Michael Vick as a franchise quarterback. You had Matt Ryan as a franchise quarterback, right? You went to the Super Bowl with Matt Ryan. They're Two, two occasions where, you know, the Atlanta Falcons went 13-3 and three under that 10-year, starting from 2008 up until Matt Ryan was no longer there, right? right? You, you had an opportunity, and Arthur Blank, you know, basically tasted the Super Bowl a little bit before Bill Belichick and Tom Brady ruined that, that part of, of, <laughs> yeah, of, of, yeah, yeah. Of, of his tenure as an owner. Yeah, 28-3, to three, they're never going to get over that in Atlanta. No, hell no. <laughs> I hear from people. I wasn't even on the team. I was in Tennessee. I hear from people like frequently, wow. and I always tell them to shut up, you moron. Well, see, do now, your homework. Well, see, now you know how I felt when you and your co-conspirators, Devin Kane and Shannon Penn, got on me about my Cowboys. I don't even play for the Cowboys, and you guys were giving me the business yesterday about, oh, poor Freddie, your poor Cowboys. Now you know how I feel. Y'all hear this bull jive? Ain't no bull jive. Shannon and Dev. We, we, Y'all hear this we bull got jive. the recording. We can bring it back later. But that's your team. You're a fan of that's your team. But Freddie, I'm not playing for about? the team. And you co-conspirators conspired together. That is something I would never do to you. That is people do to you with the Falcons. Not the and same you thing, Freddie. Yeah, that is not the same thing. Taking advantage of somebody's pain that had nothing to do with it. That's the whole You're deal. Acting like we planned this out. Yeah, we just said in the moment, and we all agreed. That's it. Why well, do I don't believe one word of that we about the That's, That's all we did. I don't believe one word. Of, Harry may have put it out there, but then you two, Heckle and Jekyll's, got together <laughs> and planned it out between you and Chad, and you two got together as far as that goes. Trucker Sean, thanks for hitting us up on Freddie and Harry at 888-729-3776. Coaching openings are out there, Trucker Sean. What's a better hire? Is it Jim Harbaugh still in Michigan or Bill Belichick, who used to be with the Patriots and why? I'm taking the go, Bill Belichick. And if I was the owner, Jerry Jones, I would fire McCarthy's butt right now, bring Belichick in as the defensive great mind he is, bring in Josh McDaniels as the offensive coordinator. And I think, honestly, Brady, you will be celebrating two Super Bowls within five years. And, Harry, how does it feel to work against the greatest ESPN host of all time? He's the greatest, man. We love you, Harry. We love you, Brady. Much love, Charkas Sean. Thank you for those kind words, my friend. Well, yeah, we're not against each other. I get to work with him every that's day. That's true. And yeah, honestly, it, true. It, it's a blessing. Yeah, it's a blessing for me as well. That, Freddie, that's, that's a combined blessing. Tell him, man, no but before I was actually, you know, hired at ESPN, mm-hmm. I, I, I was coming on Freddie's show, man. And, and I told you. Freddie, R- Freddie spoke it into existence. You know what I mean? You said it, man. When you were first on that show, I said, okay, whose job are you taking either here on the NFL Network? And Harry said, I, I got a long way to go. I'm like, Mm-mm. 
you don't have as much a long way to go as you think. I said, you got it. You have it. And it's only going to be refined and only going to get better. So and, I'm not surprised to see you where you are right and, now. And really quick, you know, our boss, Justin, man, when, when Justin, when, you know, the lineups were changing and that whole bit. Yeah. And, and Justin, he didn't have to do this, man. He asked me, you know, mm-hmm. who would I like to work with? Mm-hmm. Freddie was the first person I named instantly. Yeah. And he said the same thing. So I said, Harry, if you, I said, that's first a guy. Person. The first person that came to the top of my head immediately when that was going to be brought about and everything. And we have a chance to do that right now. The unfortunate thing is, we are saddled with Shannon Penn and Devin Kane each and every day. I was going to say, I didn't get a choice. <laughs> no, Dev. I didn't, get, I didn't get a damn choice. Yeah. Well, they, were, they were picking names out of a hat like they do in Iowa. <laughs> well, Dev, I vouch for you. I, I vouch did, for I you. I did vouch for both of you guys. There's no doubt about that. But I, I, I should be careful I what I wish guys. for. He <laughs> 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 took this wonderful Hallmark moment. And just oh, threw it man. right out the window. <laughs> no thanks to Shannon and Devin. And also, I'm, I'm, I'm a I'm conspirator as well. <laughs> Keep weighing in. Better hire for a coaching opening right now in the NFL. Is it John Harbaugh still with the Michigan Wolverines? Or Bill Belichick, who used to be with the New England Patriots? Keep letting us know at Triple H, say ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. Also hit us with this on Twitter at Coleman ESPN. That's my handle. At HDouglas83, that's Harry's handle. Because Rajiv says, better hire Jim Harbaugh because of longevity. He has a much longer career ahead of him than Bill Belichick. We've seen him succeed with different rosters. Not so much with Bill Belichick after Tampa Bay left. Great stuff by Rajiv. Keep weighing in. Better coaching opening for the hire when it comes to Bill Belichick or Jim Harbaugh. Let us know, and we'll take your calls right here on Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. But a former Eagle defender tried to tell that team and the Eagles fans about their troubles. You'll hear what he says now about their what now on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun. Now streaming on Hulu. It is a Groovathon Wednesday on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on Sirius X and Channel 80. And I always tell you, smart speaker, to play ESPN Radio. Keep weighing in. 
in terms of better hire for a coaching opening when it comes to Jim Harbaugh still in Michigan or Bill Belichick, who right now out on the streets after being the Patriots coach for 24 years, let us know at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We're going to get to your calls. You just heard the call on Sports Radio 94 WIP in Philadelphia. It all came to a collapsing, screeching halt for the Eagles. Started the season 10-1. and They lost to Tampa Bay in the playoffs 32-9 on Monday. Let's bring in a man who tried to warn everybody about the Eagles played for that organization, was a three-time Pro Bowler. Now he is the host of the Seth Joyner Show. It is a great, great watch all the time. He is Seth Joyner. Hit him on Twitter at Seth Joyner. And Seth, me, Harry, and our producers, Shannon Penn and Devin Kane, we saw you tweeting in all caps during the Eagles-Buccaneers game when that was going on on Monday. Have you been able to calm down since that 48 hours ago, the way the Eagles played, having their season end like that? Let me just say this. I know that, you know, definitively, if you go and you look for the definition of all caps, it says that you're yelling. <laughs> if for me, when I tweet and I message in all caps, it's a point of emphasis. It's a point of emphasis because these are things that I've been saying all along, and I'm trying to emphasize the importance of it, you know, in the moment that we hadn't paid attention to. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm I'm still a little ticked off, you know that the season took the turn that it took. Um, you would think that a professional organization with, you know, top-notch coaches and top-notch players, you know, would kind of figure it out after 18, 19 weeks, in, including the playoffs. Um, but they seem clueless, and they seem like they have no remedy whatsoever for what ails them. So, Seth, I went through some of your tweets and some of the things that you were saying I 100% agree with being an offensive guy. uh, I've seen Tom Brady do this. When you see certain blitzes coming, let's just say, for instance, cover zero, where you have no safety help and you have a lot of guys coming, uh, blitzing the house, you're rolling the dice, right? I've seen him tell uh, Rob Gronkowski, hey, come back in, stay in, I need you. Right. So he's able to at least pick up somebody and buy the quarterback that much more time to be able to get the football off. And Tom Brady would also signal a route combination that would destroy man coverage when you have a defense playing press across the board. That is the one of the biggest no no's for an offensive coordinator, for offensive players to allow a defense to do and get away with. You cannot allow a defense to play man coverage and have the corners at the same level at depth in press coverage. You're supposed to run crossing routes, wheel routes, all type of things to run them into each other. So what are some of the things uh, on that instance that you think should not be happening for the Philadelphia Eagles at at a professional level? Well, none of it. Harry, you know, the first thing is they don't have – they don't have sight adjustments and, and hot routes built into their offense. Ding, 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 That's ding, pretty ding. obvious. Bingo. I mean, in, in, anybody who watches their offense against the blitz can see that. They struggle with that all year long. The zero blitz to them is an opportunity to take a shot down the field. You know, and most of the routes, and you can tell by – there's a picture on um, – the picture on Twitter – of one of these routes where the middle of the field is wide open and somebody's made a big green circle. <laughs> and then you watch, you look at the two wide receivers and both of the wide receivers on both sides, because they're four by four, they're two by two rather, both of the wide receivers are outside the numbers on both sides of the field. You know? And I'm like, you got the middle of the field wide open. Why don't you have 
why don't you stack in your wide receivers in that situation? Bring the tight end back in instead of sending five out. Bring the back back in instead of sending five out. You got to single up on one side. You got the slant, or you can bring him in tight and run a speed out. The other side, you got these two guys stacked. And one guy, is depending on what the coverage is, is looking like, you're going to have one guy break in across the field hard and fast, and the other guy run a go if you need to. Okay, But they have none of that. It's almost like when they see zero coverage, they say, all right, Jalen, we need you to make a free hit or miss. Hmm. And then we want you, while you backing up, trying to make him miss, we want you to throw the ball with accuracy 40 yards down the field <laughs> instead of giving him something that's right in his field of vision, right across from him in the middle of the field where you refuse to throw the football. You got Dallas Goddard. is 6'5", 240 pounds. You mean to tell me you can't send him – on a jump ball right across the middle of the field for five yards on and, and, and possibly a first down because the, the guy misses the tackle, it's a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, right. So we've been watching stuff like this all year long. This is coaching negligence, in my opinion. It, it, and it's almost a defiance by this coaching staff that you've been hearing other people who don't get paid the kind of money that you get made, who don't spend the type of time that you spend 12 to 15 hours a day doing what you do. It's almost – you know, a, a a a situation where, you know, you're defiant. We're just not going to run sight adjustment. We're going to do it the way that we do it. And everybody wants to throw the onus on Jalen. No, no, no. This is coaching. This is coaching. You heard Dennis Allen say today, we don't ask our players to, to think. We tell our players what we want them to do. Okay? If that's the way you're going to coach and that's the way coaching coaches, then give your players the tools, put them in a toolbox so that when he's on the field, he's got a remedy to figure out how to win and how to succeed. The Eagles have failed at that. Nick Sirianni has failed at that. Wow. Great stuff by Seth Joyner, who's in the Philadelphia Eagles Hall of Fame, part of his 13-year career in which he won a Super Bowl as a three-time All-Pro, joining us here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, also the host of the Seth Joyner Show, and hit him on Twitter, at Seth Joyner. With all that being said, all that we've seen, what now, Seth, for the Philadelphia Eagles? I don't see how it's possible that, you know, Jeffrey Lurie and Howard Roseman can bring Nick Sirianni back. I just don't. You know, you had... 18 regular season weeks, 17 regular season games, and a playoff game to figure it out. And the question was asked last week that really dumbfounded me. One of the beat writers asked him, hey, Nick, you know, what do you think you need to do, you know, to kind of get the, get the ship right? Get, and he said, quote, if I knew what to do, I would have fixed it a long time ago. That's pretty damning to me. So my, my question to those who believe that he should have an extra year, if he couldn't figure it out this year, what the heck makes you think he's going to be able to figure it out next year? They're in the market for a whole new, a whole new defensive staff, um, you know, from the linebackers back, potentially a whole new secondary and linebacker core. If he couldn't fix it this year, what makes you think he's going to be able to fix it next year? They, 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 they need to move on and they need a philosophical change and a mindset change about how they go about playing football in, in, in this era. And I know that, you know, the, the, the problem is, you know, just give me a minute here. The problem is the modern, in the modern Super Bowl era, it took them 57 years to win their first Super Bowl. In the last six years, they've gone to two Super Bowls in six years. Won one and lost one, 
okay, in their minds, they're going to think that they're doing things the right way. But look at Doug Peterson and how that ended with Carson Wentz. And now look at Jalen Hurts and look at how the similarities are, are re-manifesting themselves all over again with this organization. They need a philosophical change. They need a mindset change. They got to do things differently. Go get you a veteran um, head coach that will bring in teachers for these young players that you can develop so that the organization can move in the proper direction. What you're doing is not working, even though it does look like it is that you've been to the Super Bowl the last six years out of the last 63, and you're going to think that that works. It doesn't work. Wow. Seth Joyner right now joining us, former Eagles linebacker, three-time Pro Bowler, host of the Seth Joyner Show. I want to move things to the divisional round in the playoffs this weekend. Which quarterback has more pressure on them? Is it Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, in your opinion? Wow. Um, I think the expectation is that um, Lamar Jackson should – take this team the way that they're constructed and the way that they've hit their stride at the end of the season, that they're the no-miss, you know, football teams. But I also believe that, you know, Josh Allen is in that arena as well where he's been on the precipice quite a few times. Mm -hmm. And he's had opportunities to take Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs down, and he got Mahomes. Um, (laughs) I feel like this – I feel like this year is going to be Josh Allen's year to beat Mahomes, but I don't think anybody's beaten, um, you know, the, the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. He's just on another level. He's throwing the ball. He's running the ball. And he's got one of the top tier defenses, you know, in the National Football League. They went out to San Francisco and just basically, you know, took the logos off their helmet, you know, and, and rolled up out of there. You know, that, and they're playing with confidence, and they play the game the right way. They got a Ray Lewis type and, and Ed Reed type mentality. They're going to be tough to beat. Real quick, ten seconds left. If you have a coaching opening, what is a better hire? Is it Jim Harbaugh still of Michigan or Bill Belichick, who used to coach New England stuff? Wow. There's a side of me that says Jim Harbaugh because of his. NFL experience and his success in college. There's also a side of me, you know, that says Bill Belichick, a guy that's been around 30, 40 years in the National Football League. I'm just not so sure that Bill can be the change for the current players. They want players. These organizations have empowered players Mm -hmm. too much, in my opinion. And I think that Bill is the the last bastion of coaches that is my way or the highway. so I would think that most organizations are going to say John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, but man, six six Super Bowls, man, that's hard. To, that's hard to pass up. <laughs> no doubt about that. And as a matter of fact, Seth Joyner has one of those Super Bowls, part of his 13 year NFL career, three time Pro Bowler, also the host of the Seth Joyner Show. Always gracious with his time, and he gave it to us right here on Freddie and Harry. Always a great time with you, my friend Seth. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. Anytime, my brother. You got it. Uh, he is fantastic, but he he let it loose. But hey, can't bring Nick Sirianni back. No, he he kept it real though, because how can you say in your in your in your presser, mm-hmm. you know, if I had the answers, we would fix it. No, that's your job, boss. You getting yeah. paid to yeah. figure out what's wrong with your team. Yeah. And if you don't know the answers, don't speak it out publicly. Yeah, don't there, tell nobody. Right, there's transparency, and sometimes 
There's transparency <laughs> that you should not put out there Facts. and let everybody know about that. We want to hear from you. You heard what Seth Joyner had to say, former Eagles three-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion, that a better hire for a coaching opening, he would take Jim Harbaugh over Bill Belichick. What about you? Join the conversation on the Freddie and Harry call-in line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. Who would you hire for a coaching opening if you had one in the NFL? Would you hire Jim Harbaugh or Bill Belichick? Your calls are next on Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. On this group on Wednesday, known as Freddie and Harry, with Harry Douglas, I'm Freddie Coleman on Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Who would be a better hire for a coaching opening among the openings in the NFL? Is it Jim Harbaugh still in college with Michigan, or Bill Belichick, who used to be the New England Patriots? Harry Douglas, I had to put his feet to the fire. He says, you know what, Jim Harbaugh, younger, that's the guy, especially he's interviewed the Atlanta Falcons and the Los Angeles Chargers. I think it could be old Billy B, old hoodie himself, Bill Belichick. If you got a team ready to win, and he would be the perfect opportunity to get on in there, he'd not to be in charge of personnel, just coach, that would be a better choice. But let's find out what you have to say at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Dana in Virginia, one of our favorites. Dana, where do you stand on a better hire for a coaching opening? Is it Harbaugh or Belichick and why? I'm going to start it off with this. I usually say, what's up, Freddie? What's up, HD? But I'm going to start it off with, what's up, Hot Sauce Freddie? What's up, HD? That's this good. is the reason why I'm saying Hot Sauce Freddie today. Now, I'm going to go with Jim Harbaugh because Harbaugh, I think he can relate to the younger players a little better than Belichick. But this is what I want to say right here where I say Hot Sauce Freddie. Because last week, Freddie, Hot Sauce Freddie. Yeah. Man, you had me feeling like you was Martin Luther King slash Malcolm X. That's the way that you were saying bring Harbaugh to them Raiders. Man, you had me dancing in my truck while I was driving. I said, get it, hot sauce, Freddie. Man, you was spitting fire. I mean, you spitting fire today. Bring Harbaugh to the Raiders. Come on. Tell me one more time, hot sauce, Freddie. Bring him to the Raiders. Dana, Virginia, I don't think that's far-fetched. Because I still firmly believe as much as Antonio Pierce has a groundswell of support, if Mark Davis has his way, if Jim Harbaugh interviews with the Las Vegas Raiders, he's going to get hired by the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes. I don't think it's a coincidence that they've waited a little this long to not name Antonio Pierce as head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Give it to him, Hassel. Give it to him, Hassel, That's what I'm talking about, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> if, he, if, if Harbaugh goes to Las Vegas, believe me, Antonio Pierce has to worry about keeping that job because I think that's the guy that Mark Davis wants to take over that franchise when it comes to him. Well, I think also when you look at Mark Davis and you look at that franchise, now I believe, you believe as well, that Antonio Pierce deserves that job. Absolutely. But Mark Davis might want to go with a huge splash, a huge name. Because at the end of the day, it's also about, you know, these owners wanting to sell tickets, sell merchandise, and boost up their organization and, yep. mm-hmm. you know, the price of their organization and what it's worth. So that that's a huge, you know, plays a huge part in this whole ordeal as well. And we know Harbaugh has, 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 has had the success at a high level everywhere he's been as a coach, especially when he was with the San Francisco 49ers in the National Football League. All right, in North Carolina, who's a better hire for a coaching opening in the NFL? Is it Jim Harbaugh or Bill Belichick in Wyart? If you want a if you want a guy that's going to adhere to the younger culture, then it's Harbaugh. If you want a guy that's going to win now and has proven to be a winner, it's Belichick. And Harry, 
you're an Atlanta guy. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely shocked that you, of all people, want to talk about a wild card for Atlanta for the Atlanta Falcons. Would it not make sense to bring Raheem Morris back there? Oh, one hundred percent. I thought Raheem Morris did a great job when he was the interim head coach in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had a chance to talk to Les Snead recently, man, when I was in New Orleans, and yeah. we talked about Raheem Morris and how he deserves a head coaching job, especially this time around within this cycle. And if he doesn't get one, uh, I think it's rigged, in my opinion. Raheem Morris did such a fantastic job the Los Angeles Rams with that defense because he had a lot of moving parts with Aaron Donald. Yep. And they were playing pretty, pretty well. They were a couple of calls away that were not called in their favor from beating the Detroit Lions and having a chance to advance from Super Wildcard Weekend. So he's going to get some interviews, but I'm hoping it's just not token interviews when it comes to him. He's earned the right to be heard because of what he's been able to do to kind of revitalize things after things did not work out for him with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, I agree, man. Raheem Morris is someone that uh, I love as a coach. He understands the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Mm -hmm. He coached on both sides, and you know he really did it up for that defense this year, a defense that a lot of people thought was going to be depleted. Great stuff by Harry Douglas. Joining me, Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us on Freddie and Harry. We got another NFL playoff weekend. We got these two quarterbacks, Josh Allen in Buffalo, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Who has the most pressure to win on this weekend? Keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.